Welcome to season five of Moments with Moni, also known as the Blogger Domestic Lady. Join your host Moni for practical tips from a biblical perspective, as she shares all things homemaking to help you cultivate beauty and light in your heart and home. A podcast for the young and young at heart to thrive in the blessed calling as a homemaker and to bring glory to God. Well, hello and welcome back to Moments with Moni. This is episode number 131. 131 episodes. Today we will be discussing communion, coffee, and cake. Oh, but first I have to share about my newly organized and decorated office slash sewing room. I know the last few weeks I've been telling you that I haven't gotten much done in here, but we had the grandchildren over this weekend and my husband together. They all helped and set up my new room. I need to remember to get some cash for the grandchildren as they are working hard to earn income for things to do or to purchase. I sit here looking out my window out into the forest where the children found a few surprises while they were visiting. A box turtle, a loquat tree, and a persimmon tree. Not something I'm used to in the north, but here in the south I guess they are prevalent. They're both pretty exotic trees to be at the edge of the forest here. Last week I mentioned I needed to do some research on the on the plants around me, and this loquat is a nice surprise. Apparently it grows in the Ozarks here, and the fruit is delicious, and the leaves of the trees help with diabetes when dried and used as a tea. The breeze is gently blowing, causing the branches to sway out my window, and you might hear my husband enjoying some time out there on the riding lawnmower as I record. Of course. <laughs> we are thankful to have the mower, though, since it is much to care for. It sure beats the snowblower that he used to have to use. No snow down here so far. Communion. We shared communion in church this last Sunday. We had a communion feast together as we gathered, and it was a wonderful time to remember that Jesus is there for us and remember what jesus has done for us he died on the cross he shed his blood his body was broken for us but he didn't remain dead he came back to life and he's in heaven right now and he's waiting for us there the sunday message series is on signs of the times and looking forward to heaven i am very excited to be in his presence and being in heaven forever and ever and not ever having to leave. I'm also reminded from another pastor online that Jesus said he would not take of the communion until we are with him at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Jesus is looking forward to the time that we are with him forever. What a joyous time that will be. And within the same moment of thought, I realized we will forever be reminded that his scars were because of me and you, because of our sin, but also because of his love and sacrifice. 1 Corinthians 
chapter 11, verses 23 to 25 tell us, For I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. And then in Mark, written around 75 to 80 AD, we read of the scene of Jesus' Last Supper. In Mark chapter 14, 22 to 24, it says, And they were eating. He took bread, and after blessing it, broke it, and gave it to them, and said, Take, this is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank of it. And he said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. In both of these verses, we can see the mention of the covenant. Jesus is fulfilling the final covenant, the perfection that only can come through Jesus the final covenant that was made for you and for me. If you're not familiar with the covenants of the Bible, there is that DNA thread that runs all the way through the entire 66 books of the Bible that ties them together through the covenants. I am actually finishing up writing a book on the covenants in a storyteller form and hopefully plan to also put it in audio book form as well. I would appreciate your prayers as it goes into the editing phase so I can make it available soon. And now from communion and covenants to coffee. Our usual food and drink choices have changed since we moved across the country. I like change to a degree, so it hasn't been too difficult, except that some of the new choices have not been successful. But we are trying to not let food or drink go to waste, so we make the best of it until the next shopping trip. However, we have been creatures of habit when it comes to our coffee. It has been a difficult adjustment to find a new blend that we both agree on. Again, nothing is wasted, but I would rather go without until my husband uses up the jar of beans that I really don't care for while I drink tea. Up north, we had a coffee booth on every corner, and it was tasty. But I haven't found that down here. And growing up with German parents, well, we were practically raised with good, strong German coffee since we were drinking from our bottles. Our choices around here were limited, so I went online and I bought a few German selections, but even they are not what I remember them to be. It must be the American version of the German coffee. <laughs> this past trip to the store, though, I found a Hawaiian blend of beans in a mellow roast with low acidity that we both enjoyed. But once again, when we arrived at the bottom of the jar, it was time to choose another since the one we liked was not in stock in the stores. When my daughter-in-law and I were out shopping, she pointed out a Guatemalan coffee 
and the store clerk seconded her choice, so I picked up a bag that we will try when that Hawaiian coffee is all gone. I sound like a coffee snob, don't I? And maybe I am. I know we were told to eat what was on our plate because there were children on the other side of the world that are starving and would love to have that food. I was just sharing with one of my grandchildren that guilt was not necessary because we have been blessed with more. Just be content with what you have and use as little as possible so that you can share with others in need. Just as we share with children in India. Hello. You are listening to Moments with Moni. But you need to go to buymeacoffee.com and buy her one. One coffee. One coffee only. This past weekend when the children were here, we enjoyed cafe and kuchen and tea time with the children. But now that my husband is working from home, I wanted to make something that he would enjoy for his afternoon coffee. Most of the time, he just grabs a cup of coffee and heads back to the home office. But when I was young, friends would stop by in the afternoon at times to enjoy a quick cafe and kuchen time with my mom. It was usually between 2 and 4 p.m. Well, after lunch, to have had time to clean up the meal mess and soon enough before dinner as to not interrupt the dinner preparations. It was a time when we didn't go to the local deli or fast food joint, but made meals at home. So if we saw someone stopping by unannounced, mom would send us kids through the house to go quickly pick up any messes while she greeted them at the door, and then there would be coffee and kuchen, coffee and cake. Usually a butter streusel cake to enjoy as they visited. I haven't made one in years, but today I quickly put one together for my husband and I. Since he doesn't like fruit or matziparn, it's like an almond paste that's yummy, or cream cheese filling, I made it with browned butter for added flavor. Allrecipes.com has lots of variations on the streusel cake, which is like a butter cake with a crumb topping. On their webpage, I saw rhubarb and pumpkin and strawberry or pecan variations, and many others if you would like to treat your family or visitors around your table. One quick tip to share about keeping the streusel crisp is to put a few soda crackers in the tin or Ziploc bag in which you store the cake. I hope this time together has encouraged you to decorate or organize your work areas, encouraged you as you spend time with communion with Jesus and with your friends and your family and your neighbors, enjoying maybe a cup of coffee or tea and a piece of cake that you've made from scratch. And you know, if you can't bake or if it burns, there's always the store. Thankfully, we still have that at this point, although a lot of times the ingredients are not available. So it might be worth your while to start practicing, but no pressure. The most important part is not the food, but the conversation around the table when you gather together. 
Perhaps your neighbor knows something about the trees or bushes in your backyard or neighborhood and can enlighten you on some uses for those things. I might have to make a loquat coffee cake or a persimmon cookie. I think there's recipes for that on allrecipes.com. I'll leave the link in the show notes. Until next time, remember, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moments with Moni. If you would like more information, I invite you to check out the show notes on the podcast or the blog at momentswithmoni.com. And please, share it with a friend.